0: Cheeseheads, heads. Get on your feet. It's curd and law. Hosted by Sparky Fighter and Ryan Horvath. Hey, it's the Sparky Fiverr, 1250 AM. The fan, Ryan Horvath, Bet MGM Tonight, part of the BetQL Radio Network. Check him out at Ryan Horvath on Twitter. You can check me out at Sparky Radio. What impressed you the most about Jordan Love this season now that it is officially completed and done and all wrapped up? What impressed you the most about Jordan Love this season, Ryan Horvath?
1: Unmute myself there. What impressed me the most about Jordan Love? Let me pull it up, all right? So we got 32 touchdown passes. Geez, second in the league. Tied for 10th with only 11 interceptions in his first full year as a starting quarterback. I'd say that for the second half of the season, the confidence that he played with, especially after... The way that the season started, right? Like the losses to Denver, the loss to the Raiders, where he was really bad on national TV, like literally threw the ball to one of the worst defenses way too many times. Um, and then he bounced back and then he looked like Patrick Mahomes out there. Um, so I'd say the confidence, um, protecting the football, playing a clean second half of the season. I know, I know he threw the picks in the playoff game, but. Um, He played within the offense, so I think like the second half of the season, I fell back in love with Matt Lafleur, the play caller, and I realized Jordan Love could be the dude if he plays within the offense because I think he went away from that like on that final drive, and he's got a lot of far in him. We knew that, you know, Mahomes has that in him too, and I think that's something. Dude, remember Mahomes? Oh, Josh Allen is a perfect example. See, I love Josh Allen. I get like what Rami and everybody's take is about Josh Allen. Nick Wright has the same take. He's fired though, dude. And, like, he wants to win the game with every throw because he can. He's awesome. But, like, we like Tom Brady because Tom Brady will take the underneath stuff. He wins games. You know, and, and that's what I want to see from Jordan Love. Problem is when you have that cannon for an arm or you can roll left and throw that dart to your right, you think you could do it every time. And th- that's the other thing. Like, I like that about Jordan Love. But – you don't want the season to end like that. That was very Favre-like, not only with this time in Green Bay, but that reminds me of the way that it ends for the Vikings against the Saints as well in the Bounty Gate game. So – Just take that stuff away, which he did the second half of the season. He played in the Matt LaFleur offense, and also you got to give Matt LaFleur credit because early on in the season, he didn't let Jordan Love play the quarterback position. I think it has to be a happy medium, right? And that's what we got with Rodgers LaFleur the second year when Rodgers won MVP. Hopefully we get that next year. I mean, these these are almost MVP numbers for Love. Clean up the turnovers a little bit. Throw a couple more touchdown passes. It'll help. Like, here's the other thing, man. I don't know if they're bringing Aaron Jones back, if they're going to pay him. Get a running back and give him 20-plus touches. I think we realize, like, I know Aaron Jones isn't the biggest dude, but he doesn't need to be on this pitch count. Get another guy that could do what A.J. Dillon's supposed to do. I don't want to see A.J. Dillon back. No offense, with all due respect, man. Good dude. He could live in Door County and run for mayor. But um, we need a guy. We need a power back that could actually be the power back, not that, like, falls over when a gust of wind hits him at Lambeau in January. So back to Jordan Love. Loved everything I saw the second half of the season. Didn't play good in the second half, but like can't really knock him. Rogers threw a terrible turnover pick against Detroit to end the season last year. We'll clean that up next year. Let's get him some weapons. One thing I want to see from Jordan Love, one thing that I think we're playing this week, they're playing this week, if they do more of, use his legs, dude. We talked He's about athletic. that on Friday. Where was the RPO? Where was the read option stuff? Yep. I had to tweet this out. I think I got like 150 likes on that one within like two minutes because – Use his legs. Um, Rogers would lose use his legs, and he's what 26, 25 years old. He's athletic enough. Use those legs a little bit more, LaFleur. Use those legs a little bit more, Jordan. Love you. Trust your arm, trust your legs a little bit more. But I he he's uh I'm excited to see what he could do next year. Let's get him some more weapons, too. Man, go out and you know, everybody loves to kill me for that T. Higgins thing, go pay T Higgins now. Not that I don't love these young kids, but give me like a, a dude in the red zone that's going to catch 14 touchdown passes, and then like Jordan Love may throw 50 touchdowns next year. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com.
0: I think before the season, I think we said, I have to go back and look, but I think we both said that he threw for over like 3,000 yards and had a two-to-one touchdown interception ratio. We were going to be good. He threw for over 4,000 yards and had a three-to-one Touchdown to interception ratio. I mean, that blew us away. Uh, as far as what we the expectations were in his first year as a starter, the one thing that Lafleur always says, and I agree with, is his resiliency. Like he he never folded. He you never saw frustration. You never saw anger per se in a press conference. Um, never really saw it on the sidelines uh, at any point during the season. He's just the same dude. Like. He's got a slow heartbeat. Is that what they want to call it or whatever they call it in big moments where everything just kind of slows down. That's kind of like how he lives his life. He's just kind of chilled. The leadership aspect of him uh, is huge too, because again, he's closer to these guys age, right? Where Rogers obviously wasn't, um, but Rogers was with that new crew when he came in and Favre wasn't anymore. And Rogers was able to relate to him and then they grew together. And now you've got the same thing with Jordan love. And I see people all over social media going, Wow. This Super Bowl window is wide open now. Like, it just opened, and it's going to be open for a while. Uh, And that's exciting because a lot of people that didn't trust the Packers on Jordan Love or whatever else saw this thing was going to be shut for another 10 or 20 years, and they never get back. Uh, So here you are. You got every opportunity that you want. I think the other thing that I thought was improvements was in the beginning of the season, his ball placement wasn't all that great, right? He'd throw a ball to the guy when he was open, but it would be low. The guy would have to go down and get it and then the play would be over. And then when he started clicking in that Steelers game, that's when that ball placement got better all of a sudden. Now he's hitting guys in stride. They're catching and they're running. So for the most part, his ball placement got significantly better. I think him moving safeties and doing things with his eyes was a big deal. Him checking to the right plays and being more confident and LaFleur giving him more of the ability to check to plays versus earlier in the season when he didn't have that same freedom. That also was a difference maker, I think, with this offense, too, when you allow him to get into a play that makes more sense for what he's seeing on defense because the head coach trusts him to do what he's supposed to do in those situations. And he had to earn that trust, obviously, throughout the year before he could get to it. And like you said, you know, he has MVP numbers. If they go back, if if, instead of being two and five in those first seven games... Say they're four and three. Two of those games go the other way. He's got MVP numbers. There's no question. And they probably win the division. uh, And this is a completely different talking point uh, right now. So I I think all of that impressed me with just how composed he was. He always gave the right answers to the questions on the field. He always seemingly had the right answers uh, in the right situations. Again, the last play. Okay, knucklehead. Obviously, we all agree. Uh, but other than that, that 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 whole thing to me was very, very impressive. Take another quick timeout, come back, move on to the third and final topic here on the Curt and Long segment. What changes are needed before next season with this Green Bay Packers team? Yes, Joe Berry's name is going to come up. Ryan already brought it up. But there are other things as well that we could talk about. Straight ahead here on Curt and Long on your Odyssey app where you download your favorite podcast at... Odyssey Sports uh, YouTube page as well where you can stream this bad boy or watch uh, old videos like the one with Joe Shasky from the game uh, on Friday. I went back to listen to that again and laughed. Um, So make sure to do all of that. Uh, And we'll be back after this.